Welcome to Creepy Critters, the podcast where we talk about cryptids in somewhat lurid ways. I'm Fiona, here with my co-host. It's, it's Jesse, hi. It's it's me. It, it's me. It, it could have been somebody else you never know. You could have. Uh, so, after, after a, a litany of, of very sad boys and people who aren't getting adopted, if I have anything to say about it, you asked me to go find something dummy thick. I could not do that for you today. Um, I mean, there's so many, there's so many dummy thick but, ones out there. But how so about many. just thick? How's thick? I mean, I don't know. It depends. Depends but, on. Depends. It depends. They'll love you and leave you. Have okay. you heard of a gentleman? Named Pierre Fortunata Zanfretta. No. So, I hadn't either. The Zanfretta UFO incident, and I'm assuming that's how you say two T's in Italian? I don't know. I'm bad at pronunciation. We should know this by now. (laughs) So far, my experience with Italians in this show has been filled with incest and uh, genocide, so I don't know. Oh no no no! We're we're not in squonk okay. territory. This is just a nice. Well, no, no, no. Like my the last one I did, like uh, the Mega Micros episode was oh. read by an Italian man. Just yeah, nah, yep. nah. Yeah, nah, so nah. Well, this is the Roswell or the Rendlesham Forest of Italy. Oh. Okay. He got himself abducted supposedly 11 times. But we are... I I feel like after the third time, it's more of a hookup situation. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Although... Like, I feel like after... I feel like you know what what happens when you're about to be abducted, like, maybe the second time. Maybe third time. So apparently... And then you're just letting yourself at that point. Well, he he's not he's not really with it. See, what what he thinks tends to happen is is he sees something and then he blacks out for a while and then he comes to again, which is mostly fine except for the times when he's driving, when it's really not okay, and his supervisor at work keeps having to go find him because he'll radio over that aliens are coming and then where did he go? What? <laughs> I, I still think that's just, uh, you know, he gets that, like, YWY uh, text, and then, or yeah. you up, and then they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, at yeah. work right now, but I don't know. I get abducted by aliens enough, they'll they'll think I'm crazy, I guess. Well, we are, we're mostly just going to talk about the initial encounter, because that's where we meet them, but we'll also do a little bit about how how that relationship went. Okay. At the at the very your your uh, insinuation that it's a hookup, I think I think you I think you've got something with this. So, Mister Pierre Zanfretta was a security guard. He was a night watchman, and he was looking around Toriglia. We're gonna pretend I can pronounce things. Toriglia, Italian name. And he was examining a villa that... Now, I have been yelled at about this one. He was examining a villa that, according to the police, was called Casa Nostra. I know Casa Nostra is also a thing used by the mob, and I think it means our house. But you know what? The police report said the house was called Casa Nostra, so I'm going with it. Don't judge me. I will come for you. Okay, I think I think what uh, what you're messing up with the uh, with the pronunciation is just was like Castanoltra. Like that's how that's how you do it. That's how you get all of them correct. Good. At that point, but I'm supposed to not move my hands around. Castanostra. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> 
I've been trying to um, practice that good boy from Mexico because you did it so well. No, I got none. I suck at this. So, he was having a look around. He looked into this garden and he saw that the the um, gate was open. So he's like, hey, you stop thieving this house. Come out. And nobody answered. So he went he, right in. And then what he saw was a... Uh, I Depending on whether you believe the police or him. He saw a red triangular object. It has a diameter of over 10 meters. Okay. It's surrounded by lots of different colored lights at the top. And he sees this and goes, shit, which is what we all would do. Well, well no, I have, I, have one, I have one question, though. Mm. Okay, and, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to nitpick here, but if it's a triangular object... So here's the thing. It wouldn't have a diameter, right? It wouldn't have a diameter. So here's the thing. The police document says it's oval with a diameter of over 10 meters. Every single other person says it's triangular. And that's it. And I don't know what to do with that because I don't speak Italian. But, but Google Translate and a Kindle book by a UFO nutter told me it was a triangle. And the police told me, uh, the police with an official translator translating for me said it was an oval. So. Well, because cause one is shaped like a pyramid, the other shaped like a big dildo. Well, no, it's definitely flat. It's very flat. Okay. So it's not so a it's... pyramid, it's a triangle. Oh. oh, okay. So it's not a 3D. Tri- it's like it's flat. It's 3D, 2D. but it's very small. Oh, so it's. Okay, okay. So it's. So it's Big, but it's flat. Okay. And it has lots of different lights. And on seeing this, he didn't go, I wonder what the diameter is, which is a bit weird because it's in the police report. So you'd assume in the back of his head, at least, he's going, oh, it's that diameter. Well, I mean, like humans, I mean, well, humans and animals and stuff, like we size stuff up just because we have to in order to survive in the world, like even subconsciously. So everybody who's talked to Pierre... And done this has said that he's um he's a bit nervous, he's a bit skittery, he's a bit shy. Mm. So he sees this craft and he gets on his radio to his supervisor and just starts screaming. His supervisor's like, Okay. Sup. So And he turns around uh. and he bumps into these aliens. And he screams at the supervisor, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go for it. No, non sono mini. Non sono mini. Saying then, he's saying, Are you being attacked by thieves? And he's screaming, No, they are not men, over and over and over again until he's cut off. Well, that could just mean that he's being attacked by women. Well,. Or envious. That's true. I, I do think it's quite dramatic and and a bit Shakespearean for him to be, No, they are not men. This is my grand statement to you, O oh supervisor, as I yelled through my two-way radio <laughs> in 1978. I should point out, this is in 1978, so we're thinking, okay. you know, bell-bottoms, shitty two-way radio. I'm going oh, I'm, with it. I'm, I'm a mad... I've watched some Italian movies from the 70s. I'm imagining the fashion right now. Looking good. Yeah, real good. Um, and then that's it for about an hour until his colleagues can get to him. Uh, and he is unconscious. And then when they wake him up, he's in a state of shock. And he says, I've seen alien beings. And everyone goes, Cool. Later, he goes to hypnosis, because the police have gotten involved with it now. The police managed to find 52 other witnesses to the craft flying around. And there's a giant horseshoe-shaped depression 
that is about two meters in diameter on the floor. So something was there, and it made an impression, and lots of people saw it. Okay. Great. It's looking good. So they put him in, they put him in to hypnosis, and the first thing he says is, get your hands off of me. Don't take me in. So what's happened is these creatures have taken him into what he describes as a warm and light place and put something on his head. And he wasn't feeling very good about that. Whatsoever. I mean, I mean, normally when I, whenever I'm under the blankets and have a, uh, and have like something, you know, cover my eyes, I'm generally relaxed. I was going to say, if they, they, you, Pierre, were wandering around in the dark at night, I bet it was cold, and they took you somewhere nice, and it was warm, and it was light, and you were like, get off of me. And I just think that's rude. Yeah, I think what they're I think they're being good Samaritans. They they realize it's dark and cold and and you know, this this poor this poor man, we need to get him inside. Yeah, and then he's fighting back and they're like, Why are you doing this, you weird creature? We're just trying to make you warm <laughs> So they put him under and we get we get our description of the Zanfretta aliens. Okay. So these beings are three meters, that is 9.8 feet tall. Okay. They have green flesh, so they're green, but it's full of wrinkles. So it's either like, there are three ways he described, you could take this three ways. It's either wrinkled like they're old, or it's wrinkled like they have a suit on, or it's wrinkled like they're fat. Those are the three ways we have that they could be wrinkled. They have their eyes are triangles that are yellow. They have big thorns on their head. It says thorns, not horns. I don't know what that means, but this is the description he gave. They have mouths that look like iron. They look like they're made of iron. They have red veins on their heads pointed ears and then claw claw feet and arms with fingernails and they come from the third galaxy I don't know what that means but neither does he (laughs) you know you know people have different points of references you know they also had a message ooh We'll be back with more of us. Ooh. That was the ominous warning they they left Pierre with. So See, these it could be ominous, or it could be, damn, you're real good at this. We're gonna come it back. It could also be that. Yeah. It really could be. Um so or, yeah. or or maybe they really like the culture and they're just like, this is a great place to take a vacation. I mean, it is. It's in Lake Genoa. I'd I'd want to take a vacation there. Yeah, like, like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come back with more people because this place is beautiful. I just, uh, I I don't know. It's the the veins, the red veins on the heads is the one bit that really kind of gets me. Like you got the green wrinkly skin and then a big red. Okay, so so let's go over the description just one more time. So I can so they have are it. Almost ten feet tall. Okay. Their skin is mottled or wrinkled. Okay. Either like they're fat, old, or wearing a suit. Their mouths look like they're made of iron. They have red veins on their heads. They have pointed ears, clawed feet. This is his description, not mine. Arms with fingernails, with round things. And they come from the third galaxy. That's what we know. Okay. Tall boys. Okay, so they're tall. They're wrinkly, but it could just be their suit. You know, that could just be fashion. They're green. Okay. Red veins. On their heads. 
I like the triangle eyes. The triangle eyes are cool. Yellow yeah. triangle eyes is very cool. Yeah, and, and I'm guessing they have like uh, iron jaws, like iron, like like jaws from. It must be because it says their mouths look like they're made of iron. That's got to be it. Yeah. yeah, which is also a cool look. You know, like what's their body shape though? He doesn't say. That's really important because right now, like that, because that's the, that's the part that I was like, I could like. He's describing extremities, not, like, the main part. Well, because, so, but he's looking at this big-ass craft, then he turns around and bumps into them, so they have to be sturdy enough that a full-grown man can bump into them, and they stay upright. And they have to be stocky enough that they can lift him up and take him into their vessel. Or, Or they have technology they can do. That's the thing, like, what if they have, like, yeah, but it's not like that one with the guy who couldn't draw. They yeah. do seem to be like flesh and blood, and they have legs and clawed feet. So you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's- they're going to be stocky boys. Yeah, but that but that could take a lot of shapes. Are they are they a Dorito shape or a reverse Dorito shape? Are they round and plump? Well, I can show you an artist's an artist rendition that I don't necessarily agree with, but such is. And you can see him there with his head in a thing. That just looks like a less hot uh, a less hot Black Lagoon. It does C- look like Black, Black Lagoon, Lagoon, right? Yeah. yeah that's, that's just a less hot creature of the Black Lagoon. I, I dispute that, but I mean, we we all know Sorry. the hottest out of the Universal Monsters are the creature of the Black Lagoon. I mean, I would. A hundred percent. This this one I like better, but it's also deviating more where it's just like the the head is open a bit. That's why you can see the... That's, that's why you can see the veins in the head, like it's split open a bit. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. But the mouth... In all of the pictures, the mouth ends up looking a bit like a zipper. Yeah, see, I, I would, I would prefer to have a uh, like a Jaws type thing. I prefer that, although I feel like it would be kinder. The red veins on the head, I like it more if like the skin's taken off, it's just exposed, and it's real zombie chic. Because otherwise, I was thinking of that, you know, that meme with the white guy who's really worked up and red, and his veins are bulging in his head. That's what I was thinking of, but. That would make them perpetually angry. Yeah. So after that happened, he, uh, Pierre, was invited on like the biggest nighttime television show at the time. It was like the Daily Show when Jon Stewart was in his prime to tell his story. And the police were investigating it. And he didn't want to seem... Like a crazy person, or or so all of the reports from all the credulous people who believe him are very emphatic that he doesn't want to be a crazy person about this. But five days later, or is it 20? Not before the month is out, he's having another one. He's having another abduction while he's driving his car. And this continues for another three years. So 11 times in total. And at one point, they give him a present. And that present was meant for a man. And I I think you'll know this. J. Allen Hynek, does that mean anything to you? I think I heard the name before, but it's not ringing a bell. So he was the scientific advisor to... Project Sign, Project Grudge, and Project Blue Book. Which, mm, which were Ooh. all the big uh, alien investigations by the US uh, Air Force in the last century. So apparently, this present that they gave him was for J. Allen Hynek. But for some bizarre reason, it didn't get to him. And it was a transparent sphere. It had a gold tetrahedron in the middle that rotated in suspension. But he's never been able to prove that the sphere is real. 
He hid it in a place known only to him, and he said that anybody else who tried to approach it would be electrocuted by the sphere. A fate that would also happen if you uh, came across it by chance. He, But he felt physically compelled to go visit it twice a month. And every time he tried to photograph it, he would get a picture of five bright points, but no sphere. So I'm thinking, these guys are coming, and they see this guy and they like him, and then they end up seeing each other ten more times, and they give him this really precious present, and he just can't get over it. He just can't get over them. That's what it sounds like. That really is what it sounds like. Because, like, um, like one of the first alien episode uh, episodes I did was the uh, Pasagola. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the reason why I'm 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 not hesitant to say that there's a hookup thing. Apparently, the younger out of the two was abducted several more times and had sex with some of the more feminine of the aliens later in his life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll I'll be fair though. If if any of my hookups want to buy me a floating, transpa- a transparent sphere that has pretty things in it that rotate, I'm I'm not going to say no. At no point am I going to decline that. I don't want to have to compulsively visit it twice a month. But we we have we have a we have our second co-host. Hey, uh, Dexter. Third co-host, uh, Dexter is a. Uh, I really like that shirt as well. Where's that oh, shirt? Yeah. Where'd you get that? Oh, I can send you the link. It says Seizure Investigations. With an Illuminati eye. I need that. Okay, so that is what we know. I I apologize to anybody who speaks Italian who's listening to this because I'm sure that you actually know more. But Well, one of the things that I'm... I don't know if... Uh, this one doesn't grab me as much, I think. I think, well, the the problem is this one ends up in the same way that most of these non-American ones end up. In that yeah. he loses his job, he loses his wife, he loses his kids. He's just living in a small apartment on his pension with his weird sphere that's hidden in the woods that he goes and visits twice a week, reliving the golden days of he and his monsters. And uh, it, it's... I, fi- I find it fascinating to watch, but also just, you can't help it. So, so I... So, okay. So, whenever you're describing this, what he where he's at right now, it just reminds me of Lighthouse, which is, I know you haven't watched it because you haven't watched anything. But, I, I've got that one on my list. Okay. But it reminds me of how the William Defoe character, uh, like, only he's allowed in the lighthouse part, like, the, where the actual bulb is at. And he and at one point, he definitely, like, jerks it, and then the cum goes through the grater and gets on someone. And gets, it, it's a movie about two that, guys being angry actually, and jerking off. Sorry, hang on. That's actually in the movie. Yeah. That's... Well, you hey, can interpret it hey, two ways. You can interpret it two ways. You can interpret it two ways. Either there was a, either there was an octopus monster up there, or he was jerking off at the top of the lighthouse. And then Robert Patterson is happens to be right where the where it goes through. It it is essentially a movie about two guys getting angry at each other and jerking off in different locations. <laughs> um, and they're slowly going insane. And the thing is, it's like that's a bad that. Trust me, it's a bad description of the movie. It is an accurate description of the movie. It is a very compelling movie. It. I'm sorry, I can watch Willem <laughs> Dafoe's angry cum drip down on Robin oh, no, Pattinson. Well, okay, it's implied that he's jerking because he's he's shirtless and he has a look on his face. Uh huh. And that's but- right before you see something supposedly of this person who's like literally slowly going insane um like you see like a tentacle thing like go across the grate and then something falls on him and i'm pretty convinced that it's just no Willem Dafoe's 
you know, Jess. Hey, people, um, let us know. Is Jesse just that horny, or is it no, actually? I don't. I I will. I would. I want you to watch Lighthouse with me. Just just go through it. I. It, it's on. It's on Amazon Prime. I it's, apparently it's like Sunless Skies, the movie, and I really love that video game. So it, pretty much, no. It's it's like two two dudes just getting real real sad and like jerking off in a jerking off in different places around Lighthouse. You heard it here first. Maybe that should be the tagline on the on the posters. <laughs> Watch Willem Dafoe's ang- Willem Dafoe's angry come hit Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Rated yeah. PG thirteen. It's probably not, but <laughs> no, and it's uh, like it's not like a traditional. It's not like a traditional movie, as in like it has like a like a middle beginning and like and you know like a plot through line. It's just like two people just getting angrier and crazier on a on an island alone while waiting to get uh while waiting for their lighthouse shift to end. Is Robert Patterson good? Yes. He's actually very good. Okay, that's nice. Now, like, like, like Kristen Stewart's also a pretty good actress. It's just like they just managed to get what, several no- hundred million dollars off of a shitty series. Kristen Stewart is probably a good actress when somebody's not trying to force her to be straight. Because I feel like that was the big problem there. Yeah, I feel like her acting abilities did not extend to straight. Well, um, the movie she did when she got the uh, Twilight like audition and everything and got cast yeah. was Adventureland, and she's amazing in that one. <gasps> this is the same guy that did The Witch. Yes. All uh, right. Well, now I know what to expect. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I'm so- there now. Yeah, I kind of want to watch it with you because, like, I, I, because nothing is just straight up said at any point. Like, Robert Pattinson at one point fucks like this mermaid with like a, what? like fucks this mermaid. But like, we don't know if it's actually a mermaid or just like a bunch of seaweed on the ground that he's just like, well, I'm jerking off with the seaweed now. So is this <laughs> the Return of the Oprah Din, the movie as well? <sighs> Pretty close. I yeah. mean, it's. It like spoilers, but <laughs> it's it's a movie uh, that is hard to describe in any way that does not make it sound like a worse movie. But it's a good movie. Okay, it just it's hard to describe. Willem Dafoe looks not like Willem Dafoe yeah. in all these preview things, which is quite interesting. Yep. And then Robert Pattinson actually looks hot. Which is also disquieting. Yeah, I was, I was like, really, like, that mustache looks real good on him. It really with does. Scruffy, with the scruffy, just, mmm. Mmm. Yep. But. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm really into it. That's not good. That's something I learned about myself today. So I need, I need to show you one more thing before we move into our B segment, and that is a picture of our main man. Can you describe what Pierre looks like in the late 70s as he's being taken up by UFOs? <sighs> um, <laughs> well, he looks, he looks like, you know, he looks a little bit chonky. He's uh, definitely a chonk. Yeah, he's definitely chonky. He has a good hair hair, or a good head of hair. Like it has that like kind of light curl to it and everything. Nice full head of hair. Um, his profile leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, he's got the same sort of weak chin that I have, which is never a good sign. Yeah, he has a little bit of a weak chin. Um, he has a his brows a little bit heavier and everything. He has a really good bridge of his nose. I can tell that you that. That is a like, very, it's a very good bridge. Of very his good nose. nose. It's really hard to say for sure. This profile is not. It's it's like it's like his head is in profile, but his body is in three quarter turn. It's True. Not the best look, the best 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 position or anything. That jacket though. That jacket's a very good jacket. That's a really good jacket. Yeah. He's oh, yeah, got. He looks. He's got a leather jacket. It has epaulets. It has 
a, a patch at the front that looks like a Formula One patch, but it's too blurry for me to know. And then he's got a black turtleneck underneath, which I also think is great. So he's a man on the town. What? What? what he's working what? with what he's got. It may not. It may not be a a a a, a, a turtleneck. It may be a fake to- turtleneck called a dicky. What? Do you know what a dicky is? Evidently not. Okay, so um, like you see them, like okay, well, like on old cartoons when like a dog or something has like a tie on or something like that. Yeah, where it has like the where it has like the collar and everything, but it just has like basically the cutout. Oh. That's a dicky. So he could have a turtleneck dicky. I mean, he could. That would be weird, but it's possible. I mean, but it is 100% why, possible. Why like, would he could... have that? Why would he be wearing that as opposed to a turtleneck? What about <laughs> this man? What about this man screams to you? I could just put on a turtleneck as the grown-ass man that I am, but what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to take this turtleneck, I'm going to cut off everything that isn't the top sort of triangle section. I'm going to cut it up. I'm going to put on my... I'm going to put on my sexy jacket, then I'm going to put that dicky on and tuck it in. What about this man makes you think that that is a more plausible scenario than just putting on a turtleneck? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It, you could buy dickies right now. So, they've been around long right. enough for someone to just do it. I, I'll, I'm sending you one picture. This could be him. Oh my god. What is this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, but at least the guy in the picture you sent me is a certifiable douchebag. He's got like he's got like tiger stripes instead of a beard. And he's looking at me like he's going to insult my bird. And call her that. No. No, that's not. Why? Why? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, there's a world of possibilities out there, and he could be wearing a dicky. But why does this exist? (laughs) Why doesn't it not exist? No, this is horrific. Wait, no. No, humanity, that was a mistake. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm not okay. This is not. I just and the went. Thing? Look at that! Look at that! Uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very okay with this. This is I'm very not okay. awful. I'm None so of okay this with is this. Okay. <laughs> this is. See, the great thing about it is that you could be like some weird pervert that just like, sure, you think I'm wearing a shirt, but my nipples are technically exposed oh under this god, jacket. Oh my god! That's I'm why he would do it. Oh, he no. could be a weird pervert. <laughs> I mean, probably. Oh, I mean, I'm not. I mean, also, I'm also I'm not calling out weird perverts. I mean, do your thing as long as you're not inflicting on other people. No, I don't want it. But I'm as as a certified weird pervert. I'm not okay with this. This is a step too far. <laughs> I've, I'm glad to introduce this into your life, Fiona. Nothing, nothing has shaken my faith in humanity quite like learning that this exists. This is horrible. I Why? Am so, I am so happy to just like inflict this psychic damage on you. This is very good. Why? Uh, well, no, you came. You came up with the only plausible scenario. You just want those nips to be free. That's that's what we're gonna say. It's it's for people who always want fabric on their nipples, but not that fabric. Yep, yep. Fly free, you crazy bastards! Oh, I'm not okay. It's ten o'clock on a Friday night, and you know what we're gonna talk about? Just did a bad thing. Can the um, can the Zanfretta aliens get it? Okay, so if we go and based off the picture, as I said earlier, they look like 
a less hot version of the Black Lagoon creature, which I personally agree is the hottest of all the Universal Monsters. Um, but that being said... Hotter than a vampire? Really? I'm not, not into blood play. Suit yourself. You know? Like, a va- no, I'm going off of the Universal... Like, I'm going off the 50s Universal movies. I'm still, I'm still going. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not I'm that attracted to Bela it. Lugosi. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just not I, that attracted. I mean, I'm a basic bitch, so I, like, I, I mean, I'm not to. saying, I'm not saying that he's not attractive or anything. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, as you, as you'll know, by for my numerous uh, hearty defenses of Shape of Water, I'm very into fish people. Apparently, even though I'm very That's against most true. water. You you are yeah. I mean that's weird as well because I spend an inordinate amount of my time in the water and it's just not. Mm mm mm. But like they just look like you know they look like uh like they look like less hot versions of them which I mean would put them probably around the same level as the Frankenstein and vampires the universal vampire vampire stuff so. I'd say I'd say they could probably get it. I don't know what their what their situation is. You know, I, you know. I don't I don't know if they could get it outside of Halloween. Really, I think I think the veins, especially in the top of the head, because I think it looks cool when they're really exposed. But it looks cool in a I'm four beers in and I've just met this person at a Halloween party. So yeah, let's fuck type of way. If they just walked into a bar, and it's not like the others where they can go like hide in furry conventions or something. The Denestri could hide in furry conventions. There's nowhere... I don't know. I, I'm wishing them the best. They give out presents. You know. Okay, so we have so we have a couple things. Um, I think that would factor into it. I do, I do want to point out the... Um, the the both love hate of a uh, shape of water here because I feel like what happened is you're either horny for the fish man or you weren't and you either loved it because you're horny for the fish man or you hated it because you thought yuck who would want to fuck a fish man Jesse uh, I, d- I, d- I don't know that movie I'm sorry you need to watch I'm, it it's a I'm it's, such a continual it is, disappointment it is to you the it is the monster fucker movie it is a straight romance between a mute woman who's very horny in a in a piston dick fish man but i'm reading dune cuz i wanted to get behind that hype but uh, you need to watch it's so good it won a, and won an oscar that Come so on. did crash yeah but but that one didn't have monster fucking in it and this one still that's does. true I, so. I do have a vested interest in monster fucking i feel like okay the, within the first 5 minute though the mute woman in there times the boiling of her eggs by how long it takes her to get off in the bathtub in the morning. She puts on a boiling pot of water, like comes and then just gets ready for work. Like that's, that's just, just the first five minutes. Yeah, no, it's it's like it starts hor- it starts horny and continues to be horny. Okay, the shape of water is on my horny list of reading. I must do. <laughs> it's very good. Um. And Michael Shannon in it is just a complete shithead, and he's so good at being a shithead in it. Uh, uh, but we should watch it. Oh, we should watch it together. One point. We've got two movie nights lined up after this. Apparently, we, well, that's that's, yeah, that's well, what we've got set up. Yeah, we have movie nights. We need to watch. We need to. We need to watch Lighthouse and <laughs> Shape of Water. Two movies that are just forever in my forever in All my mind. All the horny. Yeah, well, I don't know. If, I don't know if Lighthouse is horny per se. It's I'm sorry. More just like I'm bored, jerk, jerking off instead of like. Well, no, because you said they were angry as well. Well, they're angry, and angry jerking it is good jerking it. Well, I guess I don't know. It depends. Um, I can pretend we just had a fight. It's very fun. Yeah. Okay, but that's that's something. That's a me maybe, thing. Maybe I'll but, get yeah. angry. Before next oh, no. next time, uh, I think it also depends on the situation, because one thing you can always go for is the suck. For mm. a lot of these characters, I don't know about them. They don't seem to have lips. They've got the zip. Se. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be real hard on most uh, most bits. And they have the claws everywhere. Yeah, they also have the claws, which are also not going to be like, eh. You know, like, I don't think, like, I mean, some, cl- I mean, like, fingernails and stuff, exciting. Claws, that gets into a dangerous situation. I'm sure they're responsible with their claw use. <sighs> maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, so, like, what if, what if they're getting, like, a real good, just, they're just, they're just, someone's blowing, blowing out their back walls. Like, they are just getting it, Okay. The claws, you know, whatever, you're on top, and then they just dig, and like, because, you know, it happens. It does in happen. Re- it happens in regular sex with yep. just humans. That's true. And like, we don't know, they, well, they're humanoid, and they don't have scales, so I, I feel like we can just say they have something that's vaguely compatible in between their legs. Well, if you uh, watch Shape of Water... Uh, you'll, I mean, they're, they, they, they describe a third option. I mean, I'm open to like six. Yeah. They could just, they could just be re- reproducing asexually, in which case, I don't know what, yeah. what we have to work with here, but I do think that if you put them in a bar at Halloween, somebody would try and chat them up. I, I think, I think it would be a, cause like they're built pretty well. But, uh, like, uh, like from, as being a short person who was on dating apps, apparently just women love tall people. Um, Do they? Apparently. I don't know. I tend to avoid those. It's like, if you're not six foot two, swipe left or whatever. Like, you know, the snippy why stuff. I tend does, to be, why would you write that? Uh, be, because they're petty bitches that don't actually, that, that just want certain people instead of actually dating. But no, okay, so here's the thing. Because I have had to start rewriting dating profiles. Like, I want this. I'm not interested in anything else. But I'm talking about what type of relationship I want. And furthermore, the important bit is I don't go, give me this, or uh, if you're not going to give me this, swipe whatever fucking way you swipe. Because that's just rude. Like, if I was a six foot tall guy, I'm six foot four, I'm going along, and then I just see some lady who's written, if you're not six foot two, swipe left, I'd be like... fetishy at that point. Well, yeah, it's also that. Like... I don't know, and also, okay, so here's the thing. Is, is it is it as bad as other things you can do? Like, discriminate against and whatever on people? No, not not that bad. But at the same time, you can't really help how tall you are. Well, uh, yeah, but also, like, I'm five foot four. If you are six feet tall, we're gonna have trouble kissing. Y- yeah, that's the thing. It is just an issue. No, yeah, it's... I, if I really, really, really like you, I will give it a go anyway, but like it's being too tall that's the problem. So maybe they're all giantesses and they don't want to have to bend down too they're much. They're not half the time. We're going to protect their giantesses, all of them, because giantesses nope. are amazing. No, gi- no, no, giantesses are amazing, and I understand that. But also, I'm uh, being, being a person who mostly dated women taller than me, I'm, I'm pro that, obviously. But... I'm also not super tall. And second, like, a lot of times they're just, like, regular, you know, regular-ass women and stuff. Like, they'll be like, whatever. But I don't know. But it's it's whatever. It's I, I feel like it's about the same as, like, on Grindr having, like, no fats, no femmes, no Asians or something like that. It'd be like, I don't know. It feels like you're just cutting out a lot of people there for no reason. Yeah, feels like your priorities are not... That being said... I think a lot of people who are like that would be attracted to just be like, oh, you're tall, and that's it. To be fair, if I was just down to fuck, and I had a very specific type of guy I wanted to fuck, I might put only over six foot two, but that's because I'm shopping for dicks. Yeah, you're you're shopping for genitalia, basically. Yeah. Attached to people that may fuck. Don't care that much. Yeah. I'm just so, shopping for dates. Well, that's different. If you put, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for hookups. I want to fuck, you know, some tall people. That's different. Yeah. Oh, I wish society would let people be honest about that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like that. Like, if you're completely upfront, be like, "Yo, I'm just shopping for genitalia right now." Mm-hmm. To either be put in me or put in or you know up on me. 
or something like that. That's different. That's 100% I feel like, different. I feel like, because I know somebody's going to go, well, that's what Grinder is. But the thing is, some guys don't just want to shop for genitalia on Grinder. No. Sometimes no. they actually want to meet a dude and have, you know, a nice time that doesn't involve that. So I think we need to make a new e-commerce site that's like, I'd, I'd, what's what's a nice way to say shopping for the D, but for general genitalia? I think I think what it would be it would be down to fuck or down for cuddles. They would have to be separate. They're, they're separate, but you have both ambiguity. sides. You have no, you have both sides. You have you could set it to be like you know down to fuck, or you could set it down to cuddle. You could set it for that. It's very it's very specific. And then and you, you can, can have just one have in between. And then you can filter like you filter on. Um, you know, like rental stuff. I want to see apartments that have one bedroom with a pet friendly. So it's yeah, I want to see somebody who's over six foot two, has a dick, brown hair. There you go. Yeah. Well, there there is an equivalent of that that only really works in like really large cities like LA and stuff. I think it's called like Chappie. It's like it's like, hey, do you want to just fuck or do you just want to like you know date actually date? And it's specifically for like gay men and stuff like that, oh. um, which doesn't work in my city because even though I'm in a top forty city, it's not here. Um, and I think there's some for uh, for lesbians and stuff like that as well. That's kind of like that. Um, but I don't, I I don't have a vagina, so I tend to go more dick citrus stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I find. I, I didn't realize what the male experience of dating apps was. I don't know. For me personally, for me personally anyway, it's it's a lot of understandable rejection or just being ignored completely, basically. Like sometimes people like, you know, interact and stuff, but it's a lot of just like immediately just being like, eh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to, you know, do anything. Because like, uh, again, I understand on the other side, you know, there's a lot of just shitty people out there. You know, but it's a lot of rejection and just very low rates of getting almost anything unless you're really, really hot. I, I, one of the reasons I don't go is because the women are all bots and then. Oh, also a shit ton of bots mm -hmm. as well. And then the men all either want to talk to you 24 seven. And it's like, I have a life. I have things to do. Please stop. Talk. Go do your, do you not have a life? Because I'm now not interested. Or they want to meet immediately in a dark alleyway, and I don't want to die. Yeah, it turns out just dating, dating in general kind of sucks until you find someone who you like, and then it rocks. I think, I think that you do have some people on like Halloween and stuff that would definitely go for it. I think this is going to have to be a special occasion lay. I think it has to be around costume costume stuff, just because the the I do think the exposed head or the red vein thing, while cool to look at, probably I I'm gonna like most of the time when you have an exposed wound or something like that, or like it's either gonna be unsettling to look at or it's gonna smell bad. Yeah. Or both. Or both. I don't think that's gonna be great. Um, we don't know what their genitalia situation is, so that could be kind of what if, but I mean, as I said before, you can always talk about the suck, you know, and uh, with these, if they have mouths, and I don't think it's going to be good on them either. I don't think it's going to be good. I think a certain type of person will go for it, but again, it's a, it's a costume thing. But no, because that person who's right for them, who has that fetish, will see a zipper mouth and go... I've been looking for you. But yes, definitely a specialty thing, definitely a holiday thing. I, I think I think it's like a, uh, as as uh, you would say over the pond, a fancy dress party or a costume party thing. Do you not call them fancy dress parties? No, costume. Costume, fair enough. Yeah. Fair no, enough. Fancy dress to me sounds like your black tie for, uh, for me, so. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But British people have ridiculous names for stuff. This is known. Yeah. So, they can take one swarthy Italian gentleman and they can 
kind of sort of get laid if they find the right person on Halloween. But how many toddlers can they take on? Welcome to the Thunderdome, otherwise known as the football field of well, toddler fight. It's it's baby fight. I will. It's toddler fight. It's, it's going to be toddler fight, fight I will, until I die. I, the, like I, I agree with you on so many things, Fiona. But I will. F- this is a hill I will die on. The the weeks where you do the research, it could be baby fight. It's toddler fight. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'll, I'll keep on here, baby fight. I'm re- I'm real sorry, but we were gonna do a Twitter poll about this, and I haven't seen that Twitter poll. We need that Twitter poll. Baby fight or toddler fight? It's toddlers mm. fighting monsters. Therefore, yeah, it, it is a lot toddler of fight. Call them babies as well, and baby just rolls off. I the call tongue my cat a baby, but that doesn't yeah. mean she's my precious little baby. But I wouldn't call a bunch of cats trying to murder something a baby fight. I'd call it a cat fight. Oh no, fight. I would call I would call it a baby fight too, because all cats are baby. You're you're not using the English language in a way that is helpful. Yeah, it, the it's English perfect. language is often not that helpful. Yeah, but it's our job to make it helpful. It doesn't matter. I will die on this hill. Uh, we, we, we're standing on hills, separated with the, with a word that is separated barely. <laughs> <laughs> we're in an American football field. And on the one hand, we have just one alien from the Zemfretta UFO incident standing at 10 feet tall. On the other side, we have a portal that spawns infinite toddlers. They are big mad and big sad, and they are filled with a homicidal rage towards our monster of the week. So the question is, how many toddlers will it take to kill a Zemfretta monster? Now we have very we know that they we know that they have to be somewhat stout. Mm-hmm. If we're going based off the, fall over. the pictures, they're 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 stocky boys. Mm-hmm. Like they have that they have that upside down Dorito body. They have that they have that they, they have do. the nippy hips hips. And, and they have claws at the end of everything. Everything is clawed. Yeah. So. And they're ten feet tall, which is pretty. I mean, because most most of our guys get taken down because the babies can push them over, and I think they'll have to climb up the monster. Which is, they can do it. I believe in them, but I think they're going to have to climb up. We're going to have some sacrificial ones because they have to. They have to be, you know, stout boys. So I think I think they're going to have a not a hard time for the most part. Like taking down these toddlers. Oh no, I think it's going to be good. They can probably throw them as well. They can probably throw them. So so. actually, if I'm 10 feet tall and I'm worried about this, so I would be worried about the accumulation of toddlers at my base, but I could bend down and just chuck them pretty easily. Part of, so I think. If we can get enough toddlers behind it while it's dealing with toddlers in front of it, I think they might be able to get get back in the knees and stuff like that. They could. I was thinking that if you had enough toddler corpses at the base, and then it tried to move, like it would be rooted in place. It'd be very easy for it to trip up. Yeah, because because like even if you can bend down and pick something up, that's still that's that's you being exposed and getting closer to the ground. And this is... They only have horns. They don't have hair. And yeah. like... Oh, if if a toddler gets a hold of those horns, toddlers have death grip, basically. Okay, toddlers have death grip, but... And let's not talk about how I know this. If 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 a toddler has a grip and then you move up, the toddler doesn't have a grip anymore. Like, all, all they need to do is do these swift upward motion and the weight of the toddler would loosen its grip 
Like, that's the, the only thing that could make the death grip loose is the only centrifugal force of the toddler. Well, the other thing that would, uh, that would make them, uh, loosen the grip is if you hand them another thing in their other hand. Also that. Um, which is, by the way, really fun. It's a fun game to play. Just, just hand two toys to a toddler and watch them try to pick both up. It's very fun. I am um, looking forward to playing this game. <laughs> um, like, they, they can't be, like, not two and a half. They have to, like, just be around two. Like, because they learn how to use both their hands, like, in a few months. Well, I only know one child, and she's six months old, so, like I said, I'm just waiting. It will be a fun game. Um, well, that is one thing. But I will say, though, but, like, if you, but if you're bending over, because, like, if they're ten foot tall, mm. if they're bending over, like, a lot of that's going to be their legs, right? I I just bend over. I don't have well, to bend no, my no, legs. But no, like, but but we're we're both short people. Well, we are for the most part. But but if you're bending over, okay. So I, I'm actually standing up. This is great, pod. So I'm bending over. That's it. I'm okay. just bending up my hips. Yeah, yeah. Off. But no, but you're bending over. But your center of gravity is now way lower. So I feel like if enough nudges them while they're bent over, it would be easier for them to knock it down. My center of gravity is now my... No, it's not lower. It's my lower back. So it's my lower no. back when I'm up here, and then when I bend down... Yeah, but the weight distribution, though, the weight distribution, now you have... Now you now your torso and back is more open. Oh, yeah, my butt. Yeah, and your butt, yeah. You're way more open. Which is why a lot of people don't bend down in combat if they don't have to to pick stuff up. That's more than fair. So if they're if they're trying to do the smart thing and get rid of a bunch of babies that they just slaughtered, that yeah, I think that's going to be their opening. I think I think they'd get overwhelmed. I really do think that they'd have to throw them. I think that's their only real tangible defense because otherwise they'll have to claw all of the individual ones to death i think they just need to pick them up and chuck them but that would mean that they were exposed while they were picking them up yeah and uh also another thing if they're if they're using their claws or picking them up to throw them like that's still like that's still a little bit to go because like if you're if you're like if you're 10 foot tall and you're fighting something that's two and a half foot tall hmm that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit of distance you have to cover. That is, but I feel so. So if I'm using my hips as a fulcrum to bend down, which is what I do, okay. Well, y- stand up, stand up, Jesse. Okay, so I'm imagining. So like, let's say, like, let's say they're they're about the size I think a cat would be, like to like like yeah, okay. portion of a body. So if I'm trying to if I'm trying to pick up Dexter. I'm here. We're going to go like this, or like this, or something like that. Okay, so you'd have to do one of three things to throw the baby. You have to either scoop, yep. throw, or you do it underhand. See, so yeah, uh, okay, you know what this is? This is a question of flexibility. How flex? Yeah, how flexible are they? Because if they're me flexible, then it's just one really smooth motion. It's a really smooth. Go down, you can get one, you can scoop one in each hand and just fling them up. And it's, there's no bending, there's no anything, it's just being a fulcrum. But if they have to bend their legs. Well, well, you're also, also though, if they're, if they're, if they're bending and picking up with their back, that's going to wear out their back as well. Because you're supposed to lift with your legs. Well, not when it's like weighs almost nothing no no even when you do that because you get repetitive you get repetitive strain on your back even if it's a a little bit okay but that's why that's why people get like fucked up next just like like doing this with their phones like it's it's like five pounds of pressure basically pressure of your brain but it can mess up your neck after a while Is, is that why everybody who works in it has a hunch yeah I, I include myself in this. Yeah, I, I, I try my best to try, try to keep like straight backed and everything. But yeah, you, you, they, but that's 
but that messes up your spine and like as a person who was a stock was a stock boy for a while yeah like, it hurts your back after a while even if it's bar- weighs barely nothing and 30 pounds is not nothing either even if you're i mean no but i feel like if well and we don't know how strong their arms are because if their arms are strong enough then it's just like a normal workout yeah but that still wears you down yeah that still wears you down yeah it does they're gonna get exhausted at some point the toddlers are endless yeah so which is an issue so i think i think they would just i think they're i think they just have the same issues that you would if you were a human but they'd last longer. They'd last longer, but you'd have the same issues, pretty much. But they also couldn't. I, I think. I think the little talon things will last longer as well. I just. I want to give them that added bonus because their uh, hands are clawed. Yeah. Like if, but- if I pick up an angry toddler and it bites my hand, that hand's out of commission. But if my hand is just a bunch of talons, then it's probably going to be all right. Depends. Depends on how much nerve endings they have. That's true. But I feel like talons are harder to bite through. Yeah, but humans, but humans, like, we have a pretty good bite force even when we're tiny. We do have a good bite force. Like, the only reason, the only reason why we don't, like, break our teeth all the time when we bite stuff is because we know how strong a jaw, but, like, you can, you can easily break skin, like, tough skin, with just a regular human bite. I think it's ten. Ten? Hmm. Maybe more, not not twenty, but definitely about ten. Yeah, because I think what's going to happen is you—it's going to be weird out. It's going to have to—it's going to have to deal with the things around it mm-hmm. somehow, and it's going to—it's going to be able to either grab. They're going to be able to grab onto it because you can only deal with maybe one or two at the same time. Yeah. Um, if they're around your feet or so, you can get tripped up. And thirty pounds, thirty pounds, like weighing on you if they're if they're on your head or on your arms or anything like that, dead or not, dead weight's even worse. Dead weight is even worse. So but I feel I feel like yeah, I don't think it's actually going to take much. It's this is basically just like uh like a grown person in the middle of a like a grown person in the middle of a daycare, but they also happen to have like weird. Hands. I think a ten is quite a high number for for monsters. Yeah. So yeah, I think I agree. I think I agree. I think I think other than the angel made of living fire, I'm yeah. I'm really really annoyed. I wasn't here for that episode because I they- I don't know what you've done to me, but I just take perverse pleasure in figuring out how many toddlers can get murdered every week now. I need <sighs> I need to know that then all these monsters aren't just the squonk. And also, it's a bit me being defensive about myself, because I could take a toddler. No, I could no. probably take three or four toddlers. Yeah? You, no, here's the thing. You can you can take, you can probably take three good toddlers, but also, as a as a fellow person with uh, with bad legs, it just takes one lucky hit. That's true. If one of them got my knee in the right place, that'd be it. And that's the th- and also, that's the thing with toddlers, they really like going for weak spots. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so, true. That's they true. recognize at a very early age, hey, if you hit something's knees, sometimes they fall over and you get to laugh at them. Oh, God, that's true. <laughs> if they All they need to do is hit my knee once, and that'd be it. Oh, God. No, I, if, right. I, if, I, if I stand up weird, I'm, yeah. I could be down for the count. So I, can't, I can barely use stairs. So. No, like if stairs, if stairs are not properly spaced, I have to take them very slowly, or I will literally fall down them because my knee will dislocate. Jesse and Fiona are immaculate human specimens. Yeah, we, yeah, we are so good. <laughs> like, man, if someone wants to be like, "Hey, this is this is peak physical performance," that oh, they yeah, point that's to us. us. <laughs> they point to us. But yeah. Well, that wraps up another Creepy Critters. I am going to point out once again that we have an email address, and that email address is porn at creepyfans.com. Do you have any porn that's relevant to this episode? Please send it to us. I would also like to say that you could subscribe. 
you could leave a five-star review or you could share this. You could do those things. And when I say this, every week, Jesse dies a little bit inside. And yeah. if you, if, if you have any love for me in your heart, help me extinguish Jesse's soul by giving us positive reinforcement. It's very important to me. And with that being said, do you have a Patreon, Jesse? Yeah, it's it's well, it's it's this alphabet flight on Patreon, but you'll also have a uh, a link in the description as well for it, or you can and just go you, to patreon.com slash alphabet flight. And do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I have a uh, another podcast called um, Turn to Page where. I read a choose your adventure book with a friend and we, you know, goof around. Um, I will say that I just recorded one of the best ones. Like, I'm not joking. Like, one of the best ones. Yay. Uh, called, uh, you, uh, you are a shark, which is very good. Um, and, uh, you know, look out for that one. I don't know if it, when it's going to come out. It's either going to come out probably before this. So, I mean, you know, I should hope. Uh, and Jesse made a throwaway joke in an episode that he may or may not have cut out. And now the website freeyourbones.com exists. We also have a voicemail that I'm too scared to check, but freeyourbones.com for all your bone freeing needs. Yeah. Would you like to say anything to wrap it up? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I as I because I'm I'm looking at some alien stuff right now. Um, I want people to uh, stop blacking out when they're doing alien stuff. Just give me more stuff to talk about, please. You know that's fair. And I want to say that turtleneck dickies proved that humanity was a mistake. Well, I mean, we were a mistake as soon as we came out. No, we were fine. And then no, the dicky no, no. happened. No, we were we were absolutely fine. I, I would say I would say standing upright is the dicky of being an animal. We are a mistake. <laughs> and this is how I get Fiona to be an eco-fascist. <laughs> Dickies. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to end. It. <laughs>